Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Shopify Kryptonite. My name is Teemu Talonen and I have my colleague Mikko Rekola here again with me this week even. Hi Mikko. Hello. Hi, hi there. Good to be back. Good to be back. We're working from my home offices because not because of the COVID anymore. I think we're working from my home offices because the weather is so good and you can spend some time outside working remotely. We're going to be talking about remarketing in this episode. Before we go into remarketing, Mikko, what is the tip of the week? Tip of the week actually goes very well with these topics. So if you have the uh, luxury to have a, a Facebook pixel as example in your store, and that tracks the traffic up to 180 days. So my recommendation for, you, for emergent is always to take pen and paper, look at the whole time you can retarget a person, and then try to find out that at what stage people are still warm at what stage they are purchasing from you and that usually has something to do with your 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 like order value and also trying to put right ads at the right place so use pen and paper when drawing the first time your retargeting model how to do retargeting for your store that's a perfect tip i think that the tip already went a bit into the, uh, the agenda for this episode so let's back up a little bit if if you could be so kind and explain for our viewers what retargeting or remarketing actually is kindly so first we would start with this uh, thing with these like two uh, phrases so is it retargeting or remarketing google usually is talking about remarketing facebook is talking about retargeting but the topic is exactly the same so it's about yeah. that that you've had visitors inside your store and in e-commerce that happens in most cases every single day however just very few of them head and uh, shop from you instantly from the first visit and with these pixels uh, which usually are like just like uh, codes so uh, sort codes installed in your store you are able to catch up these visitors and show very targeted advertising uh, for these visitors and the targeting can be done based on time windows such as has visited the store like past two weeks or past month or past two months but it also can be targeted and combined with the fact that what they have done there which landing pages they have visited which items they have been viewing or even which item they have added to cart so the uh, the basic concept is that somebody enters your shop and we we kind of own their assets for the next 180 days and we can decide what kind of content they see pretty definitely much. definitely and retargeting is a crucial part of every modern e-commerce because in no. the majority of b2c e-commerce direct to consumer cases the actual sales comes from retargeting phase so people then get back to the store and then they start shopping so it's very important to pay enough attention to retargeting and that being said from like consultant to point of view the majority of our clients are aren't like paying enough attention to retargeting and that's exactly the reason why it's our daily topic here now 
I'm I'm personally interested in kind of the two parts of the retargeting. First, kind of the uh, the time windows, and then I would be kind of eager to hear about kind of segment segmenting the uh, uh, the customers or the the visitors in the shop based on their actions. So if if we first have a look on the time windows, based yep. on your experience, what kind of kind of ad sets or kind of procedures we should build in the retargeting parts after the people have visited the shop the first time? Excellent question, Teemu. I would like to start by the fact that as a merchant, you should understand your own business. What's your average order value? And then figure out from your analytics, either Shopify analytics or, or Facebook analytics or Google analytics, uh, how many times does it by average take before the purchase occurs? And um, after that, you have some sort of like idea that how should I retarget what kind of time windows I should be using. Uh, just uh, on the like general scale speaking, usually the people are warm like when they have visited the store for uh, two weeks and even up to a month bit depending on your brand, on your business, and what kind of ideas you are like throwing at them. But then if you haven't been in, in the store for more than a month, then you very easily start to forget what, that's, what that brand was all about. Or even if yeah. you have been like shown those items back again, if you are selling like, like your, your basic goods, then people start to forget. And that's something that they have now even like documented in various studies that, that when you just visit an online store once from a brand that is like me, okay. And then can you like still like remember what that was? Do you understand the value proposition? Do you understand the products? Even though you would be shown those products, the studies have shown that you have already forgotten your visit. So that's also the, the basic reason why it's super important to aim at those warm leaves in retargeting. What do you think about the uh, the kind of the the contents and the uh, the long tail that comes all the way up to six months or 180 days? Can you still grab part of the uh, the visitors and, and and convert them to be actually buying customers as well? Let me be clear with you. We are doing that daily with our client cases <laughs> and they are doing really well. So you can actually like attract those visitors back. But first I would like yeah. to stop this for a tiny moment uh, yeah. and, and, and try to introduce you what's the basic idea of retargeting. The basic idea there is that you are like uh, getting that person back to the store if uh, that yeah. person was... Uh, having a bad moment, baby was crying uh, in the bus, going at the office or whatever. So it wasn't a convenient moment. And with retargeting, you can just like throw those visitors back in your store. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the thing that, uh, that, or the basic like mistake which, which then happens is that it becomes super like product centric so that you are just focusing on the goose. Buy it now. Why haven't you bought yet? Buy it now. Buy it now with the discount. This is the product from the side. This is the product from the other side. That's average uh, approach because yeah. with retargeting, you are able to do so much more. So I would like to broaden the, the view so that you are able to 
tell those like main selling points of your items. You are able to tell more about the brand. You are able to tell those stories about you, your colleagues, or your happy customers. And that's something that I would like to see here more. And that's also yeah. the fact that what we, our like best direct-to-consumer cases are doing. So they are uh, sort of like adapted retargeting. They still have their dynamic carousels, which are presenting those goods. They are left to cart, but they yeah. are like adding more budget to 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 such re retargeting efforts that actually focus on storytelling and and getting that like emotional connection back with the client. And that then usually uh, leads to a, a new visit and hopefully even a purchase. That's uh, that's really interesting and and. I really kind of I believe in that. I think that's one of the uh, the things that the uh, the biggest direct to consumer cases have or that the companies have done really well. Is there any data or can we prove that it's actually exactly those ad sets with the good content that convert the customers immediately, or is it something that we don't actually can absolutely should be be sure that we have a kind of a relation? from the ad to the actual purchase that happens. Right. Uh, we've done that and we've done some studies. We've done questionnaires with our clients. And some are even using like specific software uh, uh, that is actually a Shopify app, app where you can, after the purchase, ask the client that what made you purchase? Where did you come from? And with those yeah. like documentations, we've been we, we have like found out that when it comes to these customer journeys and the ones that are successful, especially like higher uh, average order uh, values, they usually have several touch points with these like storytelling story retargeting yeah. ads. Yeah. So they seem very beneficial and many of those are actually like converting. Uh, but it's a tough case to tell that is this the exactly like final push which is required. It depends on, on so many like factors, the brand, the time, timing, the product price, uh, uh, things that we cannot affect. But what I would like to say to all of you merchants there, this is a topic that you should generally be interested in. And, and quite many are very lazy when it comes to like content creation uh, in mm. retargeting. They are like, hey, I have something better to do. It's just yeah. like retargeting. I will just like throw in my products. I might give a slight discount, but they aren't like thinking that this is actually the phase where you are closing the sale. This is the phase where you make that emotional connection with the client. So uh, that's something that I want to just highlight here. The, uh, I agree. That should be the part where the best pictures and the best videos would be actually presented for the customer. And, and speaking of that, about the content, I've, I've heard it from you many times that it should be videos, it should be moving pictures. So is it still so? Uh, uh, do the customers need a moving picture so they can actually stop the uh, the thumb action with their mobile device and click well, that, through the shop. That's a, that's a good point. And still, I would just like rely completely on data. Data shows us that in many cases, when it comes to the European market, the best retargeting ads are videos. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can have like image carousels or pure image ads. Those are working quite okay as well, depending on the case a bit. Uh, but 
seems to us that those videos are real life nailing it. And then like a six seconds video is a perfect way to show your product, how it's working or like present one single benefit it has. And uh, why, that why, why, why that benefit is there is that that requires some attention from the person who is looking at the ad and secondly you don't need to get away from the platform you love so facebook or instagram and you are just like looking at that thing and that then uh, makes you to do a certain action or then yeah. it doesn't so it's actually a very good way to like represent you your benefits your stories to the potential clients what about the uh the channels in the retargeting. Uh, you're especially focused in Facebook, but uh, no matter where you do your customer acquisition part, where you should be actually doing the retargeting part, only in one channel or combine all the channels that you can get working for you. That was the best question of today by far. <laughs> so that's actually something that always goes uh, goes without uh, saying that you should do retargeting with much more like broad spectrum. So uh, quite a bunch of our clients are doing new customer acquisition in those channels that are working for the best of them. So they are sort of like micro optimization, one single channel or a combination of a couple of channels. And yeah. they might do it so that they are even like leaving some ad positions uh, out of their like lead generation. But in retargeting, it's very uh, much recommended that you would use like all the possible channels. And then uh, those results will show that which channels are, are working better or worse. Uh, and this being said, I also recommend that in retargeting, in some cases, when it comes to as example is Facebook, uh, Facebook ads manager, you might need to force some ads to run on certain like ad position due to the fact that uh, that Facebook algorithm doesn't quite understand what's going on in your Shopify store. So you need to do some manual labor there as well. But my basic recommendation is that okay. be wide or in retargeting, try different channels, try Facebook, Instagram, uh, in some cases, even audience network. And when it comes to like other channels, definitely Google, uh, YouTube, in, in some cases we've had so very, very successful results also on Twitter advertising, depending all on your brand and your case. What about the email? That's that's a good one. And email should be included. And I, I, I always like count that like email automation should be there. And then the, the actual thing that should be done in retargeting that the majority end up to uh, end up to a situation where they are doing like mass uh, mass retargeting. All yeah. my visitors get the same ad and it has nothing to do with the fact that which item I add to cart. Am I male or female? am i into a certain topic and that's something that the biggest brands are doing that they start to like segment those audiences to parts and then those segments will receive more personalized retargeting funnels and typically if you just have the email addresses you will start an email automation there based on the actions you have done on the site that's actually one thing I was supposed to ask already, or at least part of the agenda, that what is the part of the business, meaning kind of the amount of orders, amount of customers we need to have before it's making or after 
which it's it's making sense that we should divide the retargeting audience in, into segments or categories. Depends a bit of the case, but I would say that with, with lots of experience and, and many client cases, it starts to make sense when you have like a great mass visiting certain landing pages. And when I yeah. talk about a great mass, it usually would require like thousand visitors or more. And then when it just goes up, it makes your life easier. But for the smallest merchant out there, it's good to just start with basic retargeting before you and kind of generate some masses on single landing pages or single collection pages and then uh, a more specific after that and that can be done in stages and you can always like go back test it out do some a b testing there but i just encourage you that don't do that same retargeting ad for all of all of the visitors it should be personalized so landing page could be then a collection page as well so if i'm having a category of, of black items and I'm having another category of white items and I'm getting enough traffic on either one of all, one of those collections then I would should, it should be a good idea that I could actually do the retargeting based on the browsing history for the customers definitely so those who have viewed the black items they will be then seeing those benefits and and same goes with the white ones so you can be specific and with retargeting nowadays you can do even more specific stuff so you can play with that or the fact that you you have had to like visit several specific landing pages or yeah. that you have used a certain time window and then combine those so you can go like to super specific audiences and that's something that uh, the majority of our big clients are already doing and that's uh, both good for the client and good for the merchant because then the client uh, gets like um, messages and, and and ads that actually fit her or his personal profile and then good for the merchant because that usually leads to to greater sales and, and much better customer success absolutely uh the the last question that i have in my mind is actually about the return on investment what are kind of the just to keep our merchants motivated what kind of results or returns on the investment we can in the best cases see on the retargeting part <laughs> that's a good question so my experience is all the way from zero to to 1300 and everything in in between so the scale is huge um but i wouldn't view that as a key figure quite yet it's interesting that it should make you money it should be very profitable from the day one uh, however i would still keep testing their things and if you are selling goods which aren't like up to up to uh, clients uh, wishes then it will be on a, on a lower level but I would say that by average nowadays, if you can see ROES jump to 10 or, or even higher than that, you are sort of on the track. And then you just keep like playing with it, optimizing, changing different things there and trying it out what you can do. Um, and then my second recommendation is that in most cases, it's very recommended to take some specialists to help you out with that retargeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember still myself the day when I saw that Amazon's 
a complicated uh, retargeting model and that really like opened my eyes that hey you can do stuff like that so there are rather complicated structures and those are such structures that if you haven't been very deep into e-commerce very deep into these cases then you cannot come up with such i haven't even met a person who would be able to monitor so complicated retargeting models um, as example we are doing a retargeting model with our client that has 17 different uh, flows uh, with with like specific steps uh, and that's something that we modify on a weekly basis so just to give you give you the, the basic understanding that that's a topic where you probably wouldn't require some help if this feels too complicated and it's usually a good good place to take a help uh, with it because then you usually can increase the ROVS very easily there which then leads to more sales and then I have to super fast add the fact that Shopify yeah. actually makes like retargeting very easy so it supports the pixels and and by fact it's very easy to monitor what's happening in a, in a Shopify store and also to find out that which which campaigns are are making the most profit for you so you have to get give a like very very thumbs up for Shopify with all of the support perfect uh, as always, I'm getting tons of new ideas for my own business as well. I think there's there, there's some work to do with the segmentation of the remarketing in my own shop as well. Uh, thank you, Mikko. My uh, pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye.